We are brought to you by M&S Mechanical and Home Improvement, LLC. If you need any HVAC or home improvement work, my guy, Anthony Merritt, is the guy to call. Uh, he does AC and heat installs, AC servicing, sheet metal, handyman work, or just general repairs. He's fully licensed and insured. I've known him for many years, and one of his things that he's always perfected his craft on was the passion for his HVAC work. We've been longtime friends and even uh, classmates. He is a great person and so great he will give you 10% off just for mentioning the Clocked Out podcast. So if you have any home improvement jobs or any HVAC jobs that are coming up, I would definitely recommend Anthony Merritt. You can reach him at 203-841-8385 or on Instagram at msmechanical1. That is 203-841-8385 or on Instagram at msmechanical1. Okay, so I don't have to get too close to the mic. What? I don't have to get too close to the mic. Do you hear yourself? Yeah. You have to sound like this. So maybe you got to get a little closer. What are you going to do? Hide in the corner? Yeah. (laughs) Welcome back to the Clocked Out Podcast. I'm here with a not-so-familiar face, Brianna. How do you oh, wait, wait before we get going? How do you pronounce your last name? Campania. 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 So that sounds Spanish as fuck. Yeah. But you're Portuguese and you're also Spanish. Mm-hmm. So, which side do you like go for? I can't say that. <laughs> That's so messed up. I know. Up. I knew. I, I knew. As soon as we started, I was like, "I'm gonna hit her with like the toughest question right out of the gate." Even though I think my family knows what, but I can't say it. Your family knows what? That's that's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> what side I might have a little bit more favoritism to? So, well, listen. If it makes you feel any better, I have um, my mother who's from, like, Lisbon area of Portugal, and my dad, who's from the mountains, like, deep in that bitch. Two opposite. Two, completely opposite. <laughs> yeah. And um, a lot of, they fight with each other as far as, like, what's the better region, this and that. And I'm not going to lie, I am a mountain boy. Yeah, I don't like Lisbon. I told your mom that. You don't like Lisbon? No, it's too, like, city life for me. So you enjoyed your stay in Montalegre? Shavs. Shavs? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I mean... That's a little bit more city, but it's enough city for me. Enough city? Yeah. I mean, there's no... I mean, it's city, but it's not like city Okay, city. but there's enough, more people than like the little villages. Right. Like someone that like my grandparents weren't expecting to see. Right. So, um... Obviously, I'm Portuguese. It's right here. This, yeah. This mm-hmm. beautiful little flag. Um, you caught me on a really bad day, Brianna, because Portugal just lost. Yeah. It's very unfortunate. You don't give a fuck. Yes, I do. No, you I don't. support like, oh my, my country. God, it was unfortunate. Like, I'm not going to pretend like I'm like so into you're not, it. You're, yeah, you're not hurt over it. Like, you're not going to cry. I do. It's, it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a couple jerseys. You're not embarrassed over it. Yes, Come on. it is. Really? Because, like, 
So, for example, I put you in the same category as my mom and my sister-in-law were like, they would love if Portugal won. Yeah. But they're not going to cry themselves to sleep tonight because no. Portugal lost. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's all right. I'm not holding it against you, but it's really a sad day. It's a sad day. Well, it is embarrassing because we're supposed to win, so. Uh, what, what, do you, what makes you think we're supposed to win? I mean, we're good and all, but, you, like, everybody thinks that, like, teams just win, like, you know, it's not it's not that easy. Portugal no. sucks. You know, Portugal has one good guy, and we all know his, na- his name, and that's it. So it's like. Yeah, that's the only jerseys I have. Really? <laughs> yes. Isn't You're not him. creative. Let, okay, first off, they were free jerseys. Ah, well, free is okay. for me. You can't complain about that. Free from the Benfica Stadium. Free? Well, my Vaughn bought Oh, them, okay. But... I thought they were handing them out. I'm like, bitch, I will go there. <laughs> <laughs> what? I hate Benfica, exactly. but I'll be there. All right, no, I get it. I get what you're saying. Um, I love it. I love the fact that you're like into your Portuguese, even though I don't culture. speak it. <laughs> My mom was giving you some shit about that earlier. Yeah, I know. You guys were like, oh, you gotta speak it or whatever. Or no, was that Joey? She was giving somebody shit. I don't know, but she definitely judged me because I said I'm... F- well, I'm not gonna say it, but... She said you're fake Portuguese? <laughs> I-, I mean, you could say it on this show because I know you're fake Portuguese. It's fine. I'm not... Okay, but fake Portuguese, I think, if you've never been to Portugal. I could say I at least went twice. Right, and that's why I said I'm very happy that you are in touch with your culture because a lot of these motherfuckers are just like, yeah, cool, we're hanging out, I'm Portuguese, whatever, no big deal. No, I definitely don't but put it on never been. They've never been. So um, obviously for people that grew up where we grew up in the Valley, that's like a whole culture shock. Yeah. Right? And how did you feel when you got there? <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck, yeah, I can drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was, how old was I? 17, 18. What happened? And they didn't even question. No, if you're old and if you're taller than the bar, you're, you're good to go. You got to remember, Portugal is like a place that only cares about like making money oh, yeah. and shit like that because of their economy. Now, I went there when I was like 14. Walked into the nightclub, ordered beers, no problem. See, I wish I went to the nightclubs, but I thought I was going to get, like, kidnapped. You need No, you need to go. So I've been on the trip that you were on mm-hmm. where I go with my family. I got to do everything with my family. And listen, that's well, yeah, great. because it's how not else bad. would I get around? Exactly. It's not bad because they're your lifeline, mm-hmm. right? You go to Portugal and they show you everything they show you where to go to eat they show you how to speak or what you know they communicate for you so you depend on them a lot and it's hard if you don't especially if you don't speak the language to go to portugal and not and like do your own thing you if know i was I mean? in lisbon i would be okay oh lisbon for sure Shav's, oh no. Right, right. And Shav's got some nightclubs. I would get to the bathroom and something to eat, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you remind me of me when I went there when I was like 14, 13. And it was a problem because I did not speak Portuguese. I mean, I spoke Portuguese, but not that good. Right. And I was fucked up the whole trip. My parents sent me with my cousins, and we just partied but 
you went with your grandparents, right? Yeah, and my brother. And your brother. And I'm sure that was a great trip. You guys got a lot done. Yeah. It seems like you got you guys traveled, did the whole touristy thing. Yep. Um and See, I've been on that trip because when I was like eight or whatever, I went with my parents and we did that bullshit. You have to see everyone that lives there. Right. And you have to see everything that exists <laughs> there. Am I right? Like you have to like, you have to see all these structures and shit like that. And you're like, why am I doing this? Why? I want to just go get drunk, meet yeah. some people. Yeah. But that's us thinking as, you know, the younger generation, they don't consider that because they don't want you to get into trouble but it's a safe country you're not gonna get into no trouble. i know and that's why i say as much as that vacation m might have been the best of your vacations you have to go with like someone who has the same interests as you as far as going out partying yeah for clubbing sure. the clubs there okay i'm gonna g oh shit my computer just did some funky shit but we're still recording this happened last podcast. It was weird. But, okay. Um, I'm going to tell you a story, right? And this is not to leave here. <laughs> okay. Even though everybody's going to hear it. No, I'm joking. Um, but it was fucked up because I went to a nightclub in Villarreal. It's called B Club. Mm -hmm. And Villarreal is a nice city where my dad's family is from up north. It's like 30 minutes from Shavsh. And I'm surprised uh, they have a nightclub up there. What? No. Okay. I'm surprised you said that because you did not clearly, well, I mean, rightfully so, but you didn't experience the country as a younger adult because you were with your grandparents. And that's understandable. I'm not hating on that because I was with my parents and we saw every castle that existed. We didn't <laughs> do shit. I was so pissed. I was like, really, mom, you're going to take me to the eighth castle of the day. Congratulations. But um, I went to this nightclub with my cousin, Christina, and I think it was Christina, and all my cousins in Portugal, and I'm pretty sure it was B-Club, could have been, so there's two nightclubs, there's B-Club and Luke's, and it was one of those two, and they had a phone party, right? And I was like 14 years old. <laughs> I never knew what what a phone party was. And I go there, fresh J's on, not even like exaggerating, nice crisp J's, nice jeans, nice button down. And I'm like, all right, I'm feeling myself, you know, we're going to have a good time. Next thing you know, foam just starts pouring in. Oh my and God. You would think, you would think that like they would give you some sort of warning, like, hey, bring your bathing suit or a scuba mask or something because you're going to die. Next thing you know, some guy uh, bumps into me and my glasses are on the floor. <laughs> and I'm blind as fuck. Yeah, I was going to say, are you like blind as a bat? Do you want to see? <laughs> oh my god, these have like super lens. I'm like a fucking microscope. However, you know... I'm a high-functioning alcoholic, and I found my glasses. But before that, I was like that nerdy kid like in the movies where they're like <laughs> tapping on the floor. <laughs> and, um, yeah, oh, my God, my glasses. What's <laughs> happening? And, um, and so 
the foam is just pouring on my head. Where we're dancing is where the foam machine was. And it's just fucking dumping. Was it like Portuguese dancing or was it like no, just regular dancing? No, it was dancing? bump and grind, nightclub. <laughs> I had – it was weird. And let's just say that. Hmm. Yeah, it was close. We were close with a lot of people. I met a lot of friends. However, it doesn't take away from the fact that there was foam falling out of the sky and it was falling on me. Like the machine was over my head and I lost my glasses. Oh my God. So I'm on the ground looking for my glasses and the foam is pouring on me and I'm inhaling the foam. <laughs> There's no air. No, this is fucked up. You're laughing, but this is, this is fucked up. I could just picture it. It's so bad. Like you're drowning. It's so, and... I was 14. Who's going to like carry a 14-year-old body out of that nightclub? I was going to die there. Like It was bad. It was really bad. Was it like soapy? Yes. It was dish soap in my fucking mouth, <laughs> and I was breathing it. It was horrible, and like... It was it was just bad. I was about to pass out, and I finally grabbed my glasses, and then literally, like, I didn't puke, but I spit up so much dish soap, dish soap out of my mouth, and it was just bubbles just coming out. Like, I was a bubble machine. Oh, my God. It was so bad. And um, that experience scarred me. So I was like, you know what? I got to go to the bar and get a couple beers in me because that was really bad. Got a few beers in me, got fucked up, and then um, had the night of my life. Like, it was so great. Everybody was dancing, foam everywhere. People were in their bathing suits, which I didn't get the memo because I would have worn my bathing suit. <laughs> Not jeans, a button down, and oh Jordans. Oh, my God. And, um, you know, long story short, I ended up walking home like a zombie drunk as shit with all my cousins my little drunk zombies with me we're all like uh, like literally walking through like main squares you mm -hmm. know just like oh my god this sucks and when i finally get to my house right my cousin who likes to make money i was like yo here's the deal i got a lot of like spit and um foam like um whatever was falling from the ceiling, like soap and like puke. I probably stepped in puke, whatever, on my shoes. And these are fresh Jordans. <laughs> and I said, yo, I will pay you $20. 20 clean. euros. Uh, yeah, 20 euros. Fancy. <laughs> to clean my shoes. And this chick went to town. She got the whole scrubber out. She was like, I got you, dog. Took my took my shoes, scrubbed them up, washed them, everything like that, brand new the next day. And, um, yeah, after that, I was like, I'll never go to another foam party again in my life. Unless I'm in, like, foam party Attire? Outfits. Yeah. Yeah. On. I mean, what's the craziest party you've been to in America? Be that, honest. Be honest. I know. You don't have to well, hide anything. <laughs> I know family might watch or whatever, but, I mean, you could tell the clean version of the story. But, like, the craziest party where... You were just, I don't know, maybe felt like, oh, shit, this is a whole new environment or I'm out of place here or, like, this is crazy. Well, I went to a party in New Haven or mm. West Haven. I forgot what it was. We started at, like, um, I don't know, like, a event hall. And then they were, like, closing it down. And so we're like, oh, we'll go to this person's house. Oh, shit. And then, so, like, we're all having a good time. We walk in the house. There's, like, a whole, like, 
stu- like a like a photographing studio. I don't know. It was photography weird. studio. For, yeah, yeah. Oh man. So what are they I was doing like, over there? Are they I taking like nothing was going on. It was just set up like that when we walked. No, I'm not saying house. I'm not saying anything was going on. I'm like, what, what are they doing? Are they like, is that like a photo booth, like a wedding or no? Oh, it was it was weird. Yeah, getting weird. All right. So, anyways, the next thing you know, everyone's like freaking out and like turning off the music, turning off the lights, and what? Everyone's like, they just everyone off the shut lights? up. Yes. Why? And next thing you know, was the cops called. Yes. Of course, that's why. Okay. People are running out the back door, jumping out the windows because we broke into a house. It was someone's you house. You broke into a house? I didn't know. No wonder why it took oh, long to shit. get into the house. I thought we were just waiting you to be go approved. Five TSA stations. So I was running out of someone's backyard. We were hiding in the bathroom for a good like ten minutes, and then me and my friends are like, "We have to go. Like, what? we have to go." And we're running. So you broke into someone's house and threw a party. And I had no idea, though. Of course, no, I'm not. I'm not blaming you for that, but that's savage. That's crazy. That's so we're better than any story I got in New Haven. In America, I would see. I got stories like this for Portugal, but you got it in America. You're a little savage, and here I am thinking you're the shyest one that I knew from Emmett. Oh my god, <laughs> I didn't here experience I life until after. You did grow up very quick. I was like, damn, this chick's over here, like. Living her best life. I thought she was shy. And here you are. I could be. I yeah. could be. But You're definitely not. <laughs> not now, at least. And then when obviously I have a little bit of liquor in me, then that's different too. I mean, liquid courage is great because like you just accomplish so many things. I tell my boss all the time, and my boss actually hates me for saying this. And I fuck with my boss all the time. Like, just picking at him, saying all this funny shit, and, like, just bullying him, and he bullies me back, and it's funny, but I'm like, I told him straight up, I'm like, you know how much work I would accomplish if I was able to drink whiskey at work? You know how much work I would accomplish? Try being a- It might not be safe, by any means, but I would get so much shit done. Like, right now, I'm drinking whiskey, I'm doing a podcast. How is that possible? Try being a bartender and not being able to drink. Uh, that's very easy. Well, I... That's very easy. Why would you... What? I probably could have, but I didn't. You drank? Hell yeah. While I was working. No, I didn't. Oh. Okay. Well, damn. I thought you, I thought you were cool. I was then. <laughs> I mean, did I ha- try what I made? Of course. She's like, I gotta, I gotta test the quality of Especially the product. Especially on, like, a freaking Sunday brunch shift. All right. So, that's what I want to ask you about. Uh, we were talking about it earlier. What is it like bartending? Because um, when I'm at a bar, I see a lot of weirdos. Yeah. I see a lot of people that are acting crazy and they say anything. Sometimes I'm one of them. However, except for this one time at a bar in Naugatuck, you know of it. I'm not going to say the name on here. But they were some fucked up people that were serving me. They served like a whole party of 10 while I was literally waiting at the bar for like 10 minutes for a drink. I'm surprised they didn't attend, because usually people will attend their bar guests. It's like 56 plus 10, that bar. I know, exactly. (laughs) And um, Our manager used to be like, if you want free alcohol, go over there. No, but the problem was I was at the bar for like 20 minutes. Yeah, that's bad. Staring at them. But that's like the vibe. And they served literally everybody except me. And I was like, okay. So then I got my tab. Were you by yourself? Yeah. I got my tab, and then I was... Yeah, I mean, you're going to make me wait ten, uh, 20 minutes. I'm going to be a little bit of an asshole. So on the tab, I wrote zero. 
Z E R O <laughs> in the tip. I've never seen that before. I'm an asshole. Well, I never did asshole. that, so like. However, it was just one drink, so I didn't feel bad. I right, wrote zero, yeah. right? And she was so offended by it. And she had her little bartender friends come up, or probably her bar backs. And they were all like, Are you fucking serious? You're over here, like, you know, treating her bad. She did nothing wrong to you. And I'm like, I did nothing wrong. I just wrote something down on a piece of paper. And they tried kicking me out of that joint. Well, that place? Yeah, that place is crazy. We don't go there anymore. It doesn't. It's not the greatest. But... No, it's not the greatest at all. It's actually pretty shitty. Yeah. But I'm sure you ran into scenarios like that. I mean, or at least like people that are weird as fuck. I just hate that. Like, I can't have like a genuine conversation with like someone. a guy. Yeah, I knew that's where you're going with because <laughs> you know what? Every time I'm at a bar, right? And listen, I'll be honest. You're very attractive. You're a young girl. Thanks. Thanks. Oh my god. I mean, I kind of have to be for bartending. No, you don't. Yes, no, you I don't. do. Hell, that's fucking. The, are you serious? That's the vibe at Maggie. Oh, well. <laughs> She said, whoa. <laughs> okay. Well, there's multiple Maggies, so I can say Maggies. Yes, you can say Maggies. You don't have to say the second word. It doesn't matter, though. But, like, they like to have attractive people. Right. Because you're the front of the That's house. That's cool. And a lot of places do. However, I've been to bars where um, They're not. there are some people there that could not be there. And it would be all right. <laughs> what is that? It sounds like an airplane. Is that an airplane? I think it's so. shaking the whole studio. I know. I could hear it. We can hear it because I was of the headphones. To ignore it. I, don't, I think. It, <laughs> wait. Yeah. No, that's shaking the whole fucking place. What the hell? All right. Cool. That's the second time. Oh, not the second time that's happened. But... I always hear it over my house. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We just got we just got raided by aliens. It's cool. Um, no, but there are some bartenders that um, are not. They're very actually like not to be an asshole, but they're they're very ugly. Yeah, and that's cool. But but the problem is, is like that's my preference. I'm not saying they're ugly for everybody. They're just you right. know not that attractive, and they are actually better than the most attractive bartenders. Yeah, because like the really smoke shows. I'm like, girl, yeah, because... do you even know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and she's like, do you have an Instagram or something? Like, where can say, I follow you? And they're shit. just obviously no, they I'd know rather their have... looks could get tips. So right, and that's where I was going with that. But the girls that don't have the looks, they have the skill. And guess what? I tip them double what I would pay a hot, like a hot bartender. Yeah. Because you know what? The hot bartender, first of all, she didn't take the time out of her day to like say anything to me. She's like, what do you want? That's it. All right. Here's a tab. Done. It's like the less attractive ones and, and people could judge me all they want. This is just the reality of the situation. Everybody's trying to make money. Mm-hmm. Let's just call it how it is. Everybody's there to make money if you're on one side of the bar. And on the other side, you're spending money. Yeah. Right? Um, so if you don't have the looks, you got to have the hospitality. And guess what? The people who do not have the looks have the best hospitality, and I will tip them double or triple. It yeah. doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? Like, I will give them my wallet for the night. Done. I respect that shit. The people I don't respect are like, I'm hot and I have like 12,000 face or uh, Instagram followers and I do this and that. And like, you're going to tip me 10 bucks just because I'm hot and you think you're going to get a conversation out of me. No, fuck that. So what I want to know, Brianna, 
is if you ever came across those type of guys. I mean, I yeah. mean, where you were bartending, it was kind of like, I, it is what all it different. is type of area, but ages and stuff like that but i just wanted to like sometimes have a genuine conversation like we're told to so talk innocent. with the You're so customers <laughs> we're told to talk to the customers make them feel welcome and that's what i wanted to do and like right. if you go by yourself i'm not judging you i mean more power to you going to the bar by yourself right um and i don't want i didn't want anyone to feel weird but like if you think you're like you're, i love going to the bar by myself what like after work like i just, just never just got get to. a drink yeah like but not even that just like to go and get like a peace of mind mm -hmm. just by yourself like it's almost like taking a drive no yeah really. i mean there's people who come literally wondering and they're gone and that's fine and guess what they're gonna go home to their wives yeah. and they're gonna like r repeat the same cycle over and over again where it's like work home life work home life but that one beer could make or break their day yeah you know and a lot of bartenders don't get that yeah i know but like there would be people like like guys i mean girls too like oh i know i'm like hot so i could do what i want or say what i want right those are the creeps that i was asking you about it's like yeah. have you ever been exposed to that yeah of course yeah and you you gotta have some like skin it made like, me so skin. uncomfortable because i didn't know like it's either i'd be nasty and like risk my tip or risk what's like the worst thing that was ever said to you though like as a bartender like the worst thing like the like like i for me like when i do catering and shit i know exactly the stories that are like like cringy you know mm -hmm. it's like what's that one story that it like from your whole experience bartending or whatever you're doing hospitality wise what's like the shittiest well thing? there's like two things one thing is like if like a guy comes in with a girl right and i've seen him multiple times with different girls and he's oh, like on a date a or whatever player. yeah i mean like we listen but then we again we don't listen i mean if there's nothing going on yeah i have nothing else to do because right. it's a small bar it's like a weird setup so it's just like i feel bad for the girl when especially he's like oh like i never like brought anyone here or like you're you know whatever the stupid sweet shit and i'm like if you only knew how many times he was here before. Right. If you only knew, like, the three, four, five, ten girls he brought before you and did the same act. Exactly. It's like comedians. And it's hard to be like, oh, do you want, you know, your basic mule that you get every time you're here? <sighs> yeah. So but that's the worst? I, that's no. the worst for you? The what's the worst that happened to you personally? Well, it's not a bar guest. I want the deets. Come on. Like, it I'm was, not a bartender. Uh, DoorDash driver. Okay. Wait a second. You're talking shit on a DoorDash driver? <laughs> okay. Out of all the stories you could give me, it's right a DoorDash? Right now, because it's still infuriates me, because okay. we had to deal oh, with takeout. Angry. Oh, you're we serious We had about this. to deal with takeout, okay? okay? And I respect any job, especially in the restaurant, whatever. A job's a job. Right. But this DoorDash driver was pissed that we didn't have his order, okay? It was like almost <laughs> 11 o'clock at night. Probably because he was two hours behind. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, oh, I'm here for this order. I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure we already gave that order. Like, and that happens a lot. Like, somehow they get double booked on, right. like, who's bringing the food. So I went to go check, and I'm like, the kitchen already made it. And he was, like, already getting an attitude. So I was like, oh, this is not going to oh, go out. Oh, shit. You're about to fight us. And I'm already annoyed I have to close the bar okay. because closing the bar is not fun. It's not? You have to do a lot of work. Like what? 
Well, you have to close the restaurant. You have to prepare for the person next On morning. The, the morning shift. Yes. Like, as if they're so busy they can't do anything for themselves. Well, it is a lot that we have to do sometimes. Right, but, I mean, the morning shift should have some responsibility. Yeah. You know? But that's a different thing. That is a different thing. So, anyways, okay. he's mad we don't have it. And I was like, well, I mean, can you call the customer to see if they got it? Because sometimes, like, people will get, like I said, double book a driver. So. What? Really? Yeah. Like, sometimes they'll, like, say, like, two people are coming and get your order. And then whoever I gets it first. I don't know. Maybe it's not a thing. People just steal food, too. That oh. has happened. So, anyways, he. I love stealing food. <laughs> he I do was it all the pissed. time. And. Long story short, he told me to go make the food at one point. He's like, it's not that hard. Go make it. I was I like, would literally tell him to fuck off. So I was like, and I had bar guests and I'm like, Ugh. I was like, so I saw my manager and I was like, blah, blah, blah. Go talk to this driver before I, right. the next thing that comes out of my mouth is not going to be nice. I was like, I'm a bartender. You have composure, which is good in hospitality. I don't know how. For sure. No, because people because you, are nasty. Dude. When I, they come out to eat. I was in catering, and I dealt with some fucked up people. Yeah. I mean, I def- there's probably more stories, but that is, like, currently what really. like That resonates with you. There's, like, the times, fucking like. fucking Grubhub driver. Out of all of them. Yeah, door No fucking jocks coming up to the bar like, you he know. He told like, me to go make the food. Go <laughs> behind the kitchen to go make yeah, the food. No, no like, like jocks like, yo, what's up, girl? How you doing? You know, like fucking like sweating way too much and like drinking way too much and then thinking that I mean, they can fuck every that, girl in that bar. I have that too. Yeah, but I mean like you would think that that's one of your worst encounters. Well, there was times too like people go there to like meet people for the first time like have their first dates which is fine because really? yeah there's Where's like this? a lot oh yeah the one you mentioned earlier i mean i don't even think yeah, no, i'm no, not no, speaking no, bad about to, them you know, you know you don't have to talk you don't have to say their name i was just making sure we we're talking but it's about just like place. a middle ground for everyone usually so right. that's why like i mean I i'm sure the other there. it was great i'm sure other locations i ate like... the fucking i ate off this is when like i was really trying to like count calories and i was oh like i ate off their we do have a menu. good nah, fit menu no nah. it's a fit menu fuck what'd you call that, it like skinny menu yeah it's fit menu <laughs> oh my god fit menu no fuck that i ate some stupid like please tell me you didn't get the soy wrap things yo <laughs> Those are like the They're cheesiest so thing. Yes, and you're paying a that's lot what for I got. it. That's what I got. Oh my god, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I never I even really had pa- those. I was really upset. So you knew exactly where yeah. I was going. With but that. like we, like me and my coworkers know the vibe. Like we could tell when someone's there was first date, and like we always like even as bartenders, I'm like. If you're uncomfortable, just let me know because right. like we know how to. Right, but in diffuse. hospitality, you gotta you gotta read. You gotta be very good at reading a situation. Yeah, you know, and sometimes it works for your benefit. Like mm-hmm. I would read situations for catering, and um, I would cook for 150 people right all day. That's a lot. Like all day, I'm talking about prep mm-hmm. by like 8 a.m. and like the dinner is going to be served by 8 p.m. So I'd be pulling in 16-hour days. So I'm working on this piece of chicken for five, for 20 like 20 hours. Like this piece of chicken's my bitch for 20 <laughs> hours, right? And so the last thing I need is for some snobby it's really easy for you to lose composure because you just spent so much time, for example, on this piece of chicken, yeah. right? And you get this piece of chicken done. 
and then you have one asshole that's like, well, why didn't you use this breading? Like, what? What? What are you talking about breading? I just made you chicken all day. I've been here. I just prepped it starting yesterday. (laughs) I came in at 6 a.m. today. I'm over here sweating my ass off for 16 hours, and now... I'm in your buffet line cutting your prime rib, and you're going to talk to me about breading some chicken? You know what I mean? Like, it's just things that people don't understand, and I can't be mad at the guy for asking because he probably paid a lot of money for being there. However, it's like, come on, bro. Do you not read the room? Like I was definitely here for at least seventeen hours, and you're gonna you're gonna talk to me about the breading of the chicken. I don't even know what the fuck the breading is. I just fucking breaded the chicken. I put it in the fryer. I gave it to you. I made it look nice. I cut up your prime rib, and you're gonna you're gonna give me some shit. Come on. That's why, like, I gave some people the benefit of the doubt. Like, you're paying for liquor. It's not cheap. So, like, you could say how you want it. Go to the liquor store if you want cheap beer. Exactly. You could say how you want it. You could say how you want to have I just it. fucked your whole camera up. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, but, like, don't be an asshole about it. Right. Don't keep complaining. Hospitality is a tough industry. I know. Like, it is. Like, people don't understand. If you don't work in hot... And I'm not talking about Dunkin' Donuts because that's just whack. If you work at Dunkin' Donuts... That's any fast food, I worked at Dunkin' Donuts. I'll I know, admit. but I'm I will sure admit. by the last time you worked there till now, it's probably a thousand times worse. Hell no. Yes. Hell no. What? Do you know how complicated you can make coffee now? I worked at Starbucks too. Oh my God. I'm the ultimate barista. <laughs> I can make a fucking mean latte. We had to do like barista drinks too at Maggie's. I swear. <laughs> okay, keep mentioning them. It's cool. It doesn't they, matter. I'm not talking junk about them. No, I'm just busting your. They balls. do have good food and you're good right. drinks right. if you go on the right nights. Right, and they have very good portions. You'll pay. Yeah. You'll pay like twenty five dollars for your meal, but you'll eat for two days. Yeah. Maybe three if you're like. And if you're in the mood for American or Italian, they have literally Mexican. way too many options. Way too many options. Irish. Yeah, try it. We had to one. take a test to be a server there. A you test. Take a test? Yes. Did you uh, obviously pass, right? You Barely. didn't pass? Barely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's because I knew someone there. Listen, hospitality is the hardest industry to be in. It is. Honestly, it is. It is. And you, you will deal. Like, I'm glad you have your job that you have now. We don't have to mention it. Why? But all right, what are you? An Rihanna. x-ray technician. Oh, shit. Fancy. You're an x-ray technician. I know one x-ray technician. Her name's Brianna, and she's on my podcast right now. It's kind of <laughs> weird. Am I your first, like, healthcare worker on this? Yeah. Oh. I Should we special. talk about healthcare? No. <laughs> <laughs> What's there? She's like, absolutely not. That's I don't need... a lot of HIPAA violations. I can't. Oh, all right. Well... We'll get to that in a minute. We're the, <laughs> let's talk about catering or hospitality. Hospitality sucks ass. No, but I just want to put it out there. If you do not have money to go out to eat and tip, do not go out. Here's here's where I rebuttal. If you get shitty service, then that is a totally different story. I'm glad you said that because I am notorious for finding the shittiest of <laughs> shittiest servers. I have too. You I know, have too. I, no, literally it's a profession. But do you at least give like 15% of their shitty or you just give zero? Depends. What are we doing? 
what what's what is the um food to drink ratio what are we ordering are yeah. we just going out for appetizers are we just getting drinks what's you lay the scenario out and i'll i'll tip this is tough okay i don't know it's <laughs> So this is tough. Well, because there's like all different type of situations. Like a server could be having a bad day, right? And I, that's not my problem. With tables. You gotta work. Okay. Okay. But what if they have like a lot of tables, doesn't matter. Tell me your scenario. What am I ordering? Okay. Um, I guess just a drink and an entree. I don't know. Drink and an entree. Okay. Apps? And she. Am I with a girl? Do I do I have I a date? I think that makes it more complicated. Uh, it definitely does. Okay, do I guess you could say you're on a okay, date. Okay, so me, so so me and a woman. You're on, okay. Yes, you're on a date. It's the first date. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it's that time where you don't want to eat a lot, but you got to eat something. You definitely don't want to fart on the first date. <laughs> Hell no. You fart on the first date, she's gonna be like, boy. Wash your ass, and oh maybe I'll God. swipe right on you again on Tinder. Which I could get into that too, by the way. Tinder. You're fucking with me. But we'll go. I am not on that wave yet. So don't go on it. Don't. Just, I don't think just I'm skip going it. to. No, just skip it. Just skip it entirely. It's not worth it. Just do what you're doing. Yeah, you're having I'm... fun. Do what you're doing. You're going to yeah. meet someone. I promise you. <laughs> don't go on Tinder. Not... It's a dark place. I think I it's lived a place. through it's that a dark through place. other people. It's a dark place. I literally see the same 20 people. And I hope over you like widen your horizons with the people. No, I have a fucking 10-mile radius for a reason. I'm not going to go travel 40 miles <laughs> to meet fucking uh, uh, Someone you could probably Brenda meet. from fucking <laughs> upstate New York and be like, oh my God, Brenda, would you but like you an appetizer? You never know what could happen. There's a Maggie's in um, Albany. Great. Congratulations for <laughs> Albany and their Maggie's experience. Anyways, okay, but you're on a date, right? All right, all right. let's lay it out. Lay out the I guess you could order an appetite. You guys are sharing apps, Ooh. but you want to drink. Oh, shit. This is really... Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do this. So I really like I the, it, What you're saying is I really like this girl. Well, the apps, you could get multiple apps for like a price of like... No, we get, we'll get like... Uh, we'll go off Maggie prices, all right? Okay. We'll do like three apps and an entree each. That's a lot. Yeah, that is. And, then, and like, drinks. On and top drinks. Of that. Yeah, that you're at least talking maybe two hundred. Okay. Right. Okay, and your server is like just there for when you want to order. Ooh, just there and when I want. She order. maybe checks on you once or twice. Checks on me tw once or twice. Now is she like checking on me once or twice, like when it matters? Because like while I'm eating, and she asks me, "Is that is everything all right?" Like, yeah, obviously I'm eating. No, she wants to know if you're done so you can get the fuck out. Oh, okay, so she's a pusher. Okay, um, yeah, I'm tipping her. <laughs> she's on her shit. She wants to get me in. She wants to get me fed. She wants to get my girl fed, and then she wants to get me laid to get me the fuck out of there quick. Or she just wants you to get out so she can have that table back. Is that how that works? Sometimes, yeah. Okay, well, I'm just looking at it from a very um Well, it's you're not going to think like that unless if you view. yeah. Yeah. No, let me let me live my life, Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> let me live my life. No, um if she is like on it and ready to go and like yeah, here's the tab, boom, credit card done. What if she's too on it though? Like she keeps asking you. No, I love that shit. Ask me all night. Ask me all night. I'll, what I'm if you're trying to get to know this girl though okay but if she's literally there more than the other girl talks then that's a problem 
<laughs> you know what I mean? But the fact that she's on it, I'm with it. I'm I'm 100% with that. Because imagine this. Imagine the date's going bad. Right. And you that's what I, mean? I assume sometimes. So Because every date ends with at least you're at least hanging out for 20 minutes either in the parking lot, in the car, <laughs> or at their house. Yeah. Right? Or lucky gentleman, you're getting laid, <laughs> which is like 5%. And please don't do that at the bar top because that's like <laughs> happened multiple times. Wait, what? Yeah, at I was going to say that. That My other worst is, like, people, like, trying to get real into it at the freaking mm-hmm. bar top. And mind you, Maggie's is more of a family-oriented epi- uh, restaurant. They do that there? They try to get, like, very... Um, there was one night... I wasn't bartending. I was serving, mm-hmm. okay? And this girl got on top of her man. Hell yeah. And All right, keep going. <laughs> no. <laughs> Practically dry humping on a fucking bar stool, okay? It's not even that late. What happened at Maggie's? Yes. I need to start going to Maggie's. <laughs> <laughs> like, my manager felt so uncomfortable because she, she's my wow. age. She felt so uncomfortable. Is that the bar? Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm going to the bar. When are you working? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> that is a great question. <laughs> you don't have to answer that. <laughs> no, I really don't know when I'm working anyways, so... <laughs> Fair enough. But, like, I just, like, okay, I get you get a little liquor in you, but go to the bathroom or go to your car because it's not that far away. Right. Right. And, like, people will bring their kids out at, like, 9, 30, 10 o'clock to have dinner. Nah, fuck that. Grandparents. Take care. (laughs) I've seen all ages get frisky at the bar top. Not just youngins. Oh, you saw the old ones. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Listen, I'm not judging. I'm not judging at all because, hey. Yeah, Everyone you know. deserves something, right? But However, don't do it at what the bar. I'm saw, what the the point of this conversation was: if the bartender is on it and like, all right, pay my shit. Let's go get lucky in the parking lot. Yeah. Like, well, if I see they're having a good time, like I don't interfere. But like, you know, sometimes like you know, I'll interfere in a good way or a bad right. way. So you played out a very good scenario. I'm gonna play out a very bad scenario because I've been a victim of multiple bad scenarios okay all right you're at the you're at your table mm-hmm. right we're at a table right here you know eating dinner having a good time i probably just swiped right on you on tinder and we're over here having dinner right and you as a man you're not a man but you you know I, I, you yeah. can put yourself yes. in the shoes you know you want your dinner you want to be like fairly priced nothing crazy but you want to like kind of show out a little bit to impress her and do your thing now you go through all this trouble you're at the you know you're doing your thing and the waiter waits on you once for drinks comes back 20 minutes later asks you what you want to eat comes back 20 minutes later gives you your food and then you never 40 minutes again. later, they come back. Do you want another drink? My drink's been empty for <laughs> 20 minutes. That's what I wanted to do my as drinks, a scenario because that's like... My drink's been empty for I 20 had minutes. My drink's been empty. What? I'm trying to get lucky and you're over here but like... But that's sad as a server because like you want to get your sales up. Right, you want to exactly. rack up their bill. Exactly. So that's like... The, uh, what did I tell... We just had dinner, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. What did I tell the guy? I said, Portugal just lost. You're going to have a great tip. Yeah. And I left him 20, 22%. Yeah, I almost asked what you left because... I left him 22%, which is, like, kind of no, fair. No, that's really good. Is it? Yeah, that's pretty fair. I mean, like, he came up to us, like, 
couple times. Yeah, he was he was fair. Yeah, he was. But right. he came up. But this is an example. He came up to us at the wrong times. Yes. You know what I mean? But we he were came eating, out for the right time like, for the drinks. Right. We didn't wait too long. That seat, but that's the thing. I've had bartender not. Wait, well, bartenders do that too. Not bartenders. Waitresses ask me, could could I get you another drink after my drink's been empty for <laughs> 30 minutes? I swear to God. No, I, I know. Like, that, that's a problem. The only time I've ever been guilty of that is because I'm super slammed with tables. That's right. it. Right. Right. But. If anything, I feel like I'm like But was the, the restaurant bugger. that we were at busy? Yeah, but like the restaurant you know I mean? can't the be restaurant busy. The restaurant that we were at did that one time. Not tonight, but did that. And so it did multiple ones. And it's like, you don't have it's to be busy like to have that. You just have to. a lot of things you have to factor in. Like, if the host is triple seating you, then you have. Mm. It's like the restaurant could be dead, but See, you're I'm section... trying to learn. That's why I'm picking your brain right now because I need to understand what the. If these people are getting 20% of my monies. Right. No, there's people. There's shitty servers mm. that, like, wait on tables, or there's really good ones. But... I'm a petty bitch. I will leave I get you nothing. It. I will leave you Listen, nothing. Listen, now you that really I've served in bartend, I feel like I'm a harsh tipper, but right. I they also could get me good because I feel bad. Well, part of the reason that I am so big on performance is because I was the performer. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's and it's how like I feel. Other people, they will just like I've I'm friends with people that will tip 20% just because they were told to by their other friends. Mm. Despite I have friends who despite tip despite the fucking the effort, bare minimum no despite the effort <laughs> if someone gives me a half ass fucking like effort or just um like presence I will literally tip you one percent I will give you a dollar <laughs> I will no I'm petty I'm petty like that I will give you a dollar for a seventy dollar meal like no. uh, a tab not a meal if, if you're paying for a 70 dollar meal you're out of my budget but um like a whole tab yeah and you did horrible service i am that petty where either i write zero. spell it out zero <laughs> no because i genuinely think that like okay you know what you're getting yourself into when you take on one of those jobs you have a base salary which is garbage yep and you make tips so your money is where the tips are, right? Yeah. If you you know that going in, it's not like you were like, oh my god, I'm here, and all of a sudden they told me I have to like be pretty <laughs> and I have to like make things happen and I have yeah. to be polite and I have to like do generous things and ask them if they're okay and check on them every five minutes. No, you know what you're signing up for when you get this job. You know, you know that you're going to make fucking, what is it, $6 an hour yeah, or thanks. some ridiculous shit I like that. I just know bartending is a dollar more than what it is. Right. Yeah. But you know that going in. Of course. And you know what you're signing up for as far as, like, effort-wise. You have to make your money based off your personality and your effort. Exactly. Even if they're, like, the shittiest people you ever encountered. Are you done with your drink? No. No. It's frozen for the last. All right, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get that drink. I'm gonna top you off, and I'm gonna have the rest. Okay. Because I'm very dry. But continue. <laughs> I could pause it too. It's not a problem. I could pause it, and then I'm over here. It's not even. I'm like cotton mouth, fucking sweating. <laughs> this shit's melted. Yeah, mine's pretty melted too. Brown can't pond in the building. Oh my god. Man. Was that raised for this? 
Oh my goodness. Okay, that's good. Alright, I gotta get rid of it. Jesus. I don't care. You have tomorrow off. I know. I have to work. I do. Alright. I also I'm got, sorry. like, really drunk Friday, so... So I'm, like, trying to take it easy because, like... Whatever. But anyways, we're talking. <laughs> About the server. Well, that actually came out pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's like a frozen margarita. It is a frozen margarita. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, I'm a bartender. I know what a frozen Stop. margarita is. Alright, fuck that. We've been talking about hospitality way too much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How's your life? Because we just caught up uh, over dinner, like five We tried catching up. Five years. Five fucking years, I think. Is it five years? I, I graduated mean... in 2013. <laughs> I graduated 2016. What? I graduated in 2016. Okay. And I graduated in 2013. So um, when did we stop? We stopped talking 2013 probably. Right? I guess. Okay. Let's just call it 2013. And now we're hanging out again. And it is fucking 2021. Yes. Bitch, that's eight years. What? I didn't even know that it was eight years. I thought it was five. Damn. Okay, but like I said, we never stop talking. We just yeah, but damn, you know I hate that. I hate that. Like, all right, there's a notion in this world where like people could genuinely live in the same town and not talk to anybody that they That's were very, very close true. with. That's I was very, very true. close with you. Yes, I was very close with you, and um, and we went eight years without talking. It's <laughs> weird. It's very weird. It's like you're like a different person. I don't know you at all. I mean, you're a bartender now. Like, what? What? What happened? I don't know how that happened either. So, the opportunity presented itself, and I took it. Did you go to college? It. Yes. You did? Yeah. What college? I went to Western for a semester. You went to Western? Yeah. Shit, my cousin went there. Uh, who? You don't know her. Okay, she's I probably way don't. older than you. Okay. Shout out, but she's gonna be very offended that I called her <laughs> way older. Than That's so rude. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I went great. there for a semester because I thought like the whole college life was for me, but I didn't like living with a stranger. And you showering. lived with a stranger? Yeah, I had a roommate. Oh. Uh, and then like I lived with a bunch of like idiots who like clearly didn't live. I mean, I didn't really have my college life either, but these pe people definitely were like, couldn't wait for their parents to leave them. So. What do you mean? Like, they went wild as soon as their parents left them. Really? Yes. See, I that's got, one like, thing. That's no one thing. Sleep. And we had a very... I told you about my first um, experience doing something that yes. we're not going to talk about. But <laughs> my parents were very lenient. Very lenient. As, Which but, I'm shocked. Right. Um, it's weird because, I don't know, it's kind of like... Very a very rare occurrence where your parents, like for example, I'm just talking about my life. Mm -hmm. My parents raised me, but like didn't. If not to like they're they're gonna listen to this and be like, "Bitch, I raised you." <laughs> no, they raised me, but they didn't at the same time. They let me experiment. Mm -hmm. They let me have my fun, but they controlled it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes sense. They let yeah. me have my fun. They let me test my limits. They let me do some stupid shit. I think that's what my parents but are they doing also, now. But when, my, when I did stupid shit, they also, like, especially the shit that I regretted, they would remind me of it so that I learned from it. Of course. It. You know of course. I mean? 
Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I'm an open book. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. My mom has cleaned my puke way too many times for a mother. And guess what? Mm. She makes it very known that you puked. That I puked. A hundred percent. And she will make me feel bad about it. She See, will fuck me no. up for weeks about it. She'll be like, Yeah. So um you wanna drink again? My mom yeah? doesn't want to do you wanna do, you wanna do what you just did last week? But the thing is, they but hear me out. I haven't puked in so long. Oh lucky. I haven't puked <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean lucky? You puke? Because I forced myself because I hate that feeling of not, right. like being nauseous. Right. I'd rather just get it over with. I know my limits now. I mean eh, Even, people might I don't know. people might judge me and be like, Bitch, you don't know your limits, but I do. I do not puke. I don't puke anymore. Why? Because my mom literally embarrassed me with her words. <laughs> made me learn. Made me, she made me fucking learn. Whoa. Holy shit. What? I don't know. My computer just took a screenshot of you. That's just weird. Yeah. Now I'm going to have a... I'm going to send it to you. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my mom literally made me feel like shit about it for so long. For so long. And she would make me feel shit about it because she knew that I would, like, second-guess it the second time around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I never made the same mistake twice. And that's how they taught me. And guess what? It's not the – I'm not saying that it's the best way to raise your kids. But I think I'm a pretty decent person, and I think they did a very good job at raising me and allowed me to have a life where – Sometimes the more you shelter your kid, the worse. Oh, dude, yeah, no, my they parents do shit just to say "fuck you, mom." Yeah, Fuck no, you, dad. I thankfully I did not have that route, but a lot of kids that I roomed with are like hundred percent. Yeah. They have this resentment for their parents, and like my parents even say to this day, like they don't want that. So Mm-mm. they would never want that. You know what? They rather know, even though when I do tell them, if you're a straight age parent. Or a straight edge parent, mm-hmm. and you don't want your kid to smoke weed, for example, right? You raise them like yeah, drugs are bad. Yeah. You know, you got to be in bed by eight, and you got to fucking <laughs> wake up at six, like yeah. some crackhead shit. But whatever. Um, those very restrictive and controlling parents, they get the worst out of their kids, yeah. and then it turns into a game where they're just like, nah. Fuck you, mom. Fuck you, dad. I'm gonna try coke. Yeah, or I'm gonna do see heroin. How far I could get. Exactly. Like, oh, you're on vacation and you're trusting me this one time. Yeah, I'm gonna have 200 people in your house. Five of them are gonna destroy your shit. Ten of them are gonna steal your shit. And guess what? It's because I hate you because you restricted me so much. The more you say no to a kid, the more they want to do it. Oh yeah. When you have kids. I don't know if you'll ever have kids. I don't know if I'll I ever have hope kids. So. I hope so too. Um, the day you have kids, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'm reminded of this, and I'll tell you when you do, <laughs> right? So we could just joke about it. Yeah. But um, do a test because I did a test when my when my niece was born, right? And because I'm I'm fucked up like that, I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna do a social experiment. No big deal. And I did it. And um, I said no for, like, this certain toy or whatever she wanted to play with. I said no for the longest time, mm-hmm. right? And the longer I said no, the more she wanted to play with that toy. Yeah. You know how fucked up that is? And 
you 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 do it over time and over time and this and that and and next thing you know right five years later my niece is addicted to her ipad because i said no when she should be playing with either kids or hanging out with family or shit like that the more you say no to someone the more they're going to want to do what you're saying no to because you have that power over them they want to do that just because you're telling them no now if you say yo say you're a five-year-old yo brianna five-year-old brianna um here's all the toys in the world i'll give it to you do whatever you want are you gonna appreciate those toys as much as someone who's like yo brianna here's all the toys in the world but you can't play with it you know what i mean like you can't touch them no 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 go to bed eight o'clock bitch right now (laughs) you know what i mean like you're fucking up kids and a lot of people are doing that and um i won't say it on the podcast but my dad has um introduced me to adulthood more than the average parent and with that being said even drinking for example i had my first glass of wine at 12 years old first glass of wine it's not anything to brag on. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to... I think to I find... had a Mike's Heart Lemonade that I snuck <laughs> into my room. Why'd you sneak it? Because I... Because your parents said no. Yeah. Like, right. Well, they didn't even say no. I didn't even ask. Why would I to... ask? You had to sneak it because your parents said no. And then I blame my little brother that he stole it and brought it to my room. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know how my mom believed that, but she did. But when they normalize things, you do not abuse it. You yeah. know what I mean? No. Like, the, if you for normalize, sure. for example, alcohol... You don't abuse it. If you normalize weed, you're not going to abuse it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't smoke fucking weed at all. Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) But. You could say the same. Exactly. But, like, but you don't abuse it. You don't make it your life. Yeah. It's normal to you. You know what I mean? But now, let's talk about those kids that have very strict Catholic parents that are like, yo, in bed by eight, church Sundays. Let's do this, this, that. It's all cookie cutter. Everybody does this. Sharon down the street does this with her kids. <laughs> Let's do this, this, that. I hate that parents have to compare it to other parenting. Right. Right. Why can't we just raise our own kids? Even though my mom's family's like, I don't care what other people do. It, this is my house. My mom does the same shit. And it's the same. But it's the same exact shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same shit that they're doing. Listen, like, my parents were, and my family were always so against tattoos. And then, like, when I turned 18, I'm like... You got a fucking dope tattoo on your leg. I know. You freaked me out. I was like, holy shit. Listen, it freaked out my family, too. That's why, like, I... You have to remember, I haven't seen you in, now, I know, eight years. It was five. We could just stick it to five. No, it was (laughs) five. It was five, now it's eight. So now, you're almost reaching decade. Anyways... That's fucked up. I thought you were this shy, innocent girl. Yeah. No, and they now rebelled you're over here getting tattoos. so much and like. Right, I'm, I'm minded too, though. Minded too. Like, don't feel bad. No, I'm not. But that's. What, I mean, that's the so life I, you live. I got eight, and I think you in got total, eight. I think. I think. What you got eight tattoos? Yeah, the biggest one is on my leg. All right, fair enough. 
So I got three. But the more they told me no, and the more that it wasn't gonna look wow. professional, the it's more I did like it. Just talked about this. Exactly. It's crazy. And like, it's like you just wanted it more because they said no. But it's just so aggravating because even like in healthcare, like my professors when I went to school for X-ray, they always said, "Who wants a person that has tattoos and piercings?" I'm like, "Why does it matter? If this person's trying to save your life, why the fuck does it matter?" Listen, they're normalizing I- a lot of shit right now. In a lot of which, I mean, I'm not going to get into anything politics because we're not those people. No. Well, I am that person, but you're not. And no. I, I respect you and I care for you. And I'm not going to have this conversation <laughs> with you because we don't need to do this. We're having a nice, peaceful conversation. It doesn't have to be all about this shit. However, um, the one thing that I could take from all this new stuff being incorporated to our society is that, like, they're making tattoos normal. They're making pierces piercing is normal they're making just being yourself different normal hair colors, yeah. different hair colors i work for many companies that didn't allow you to dye your hair yeah my first job i couldn't have highlights right mine too a lot has changed brianna and listen i am a, against a lot of changes a lot we won't talk about it but these changes as far as like tattoos and appearance goes i think you should express yourself however you want as far as appearance goes and i think that those changes are very good and i think if you want to tattoo your skin that's your fault you know what i mean like a lot of like a lot of my aunts are like if i want to be saggy with a freaking pineapple (laughs) on my ankle or saggy with a (laughs) (laughs) but like that's my choice do you have a pineapple on you on my ankle, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. You know that's hospitality, right? Yes, I know. Hell yeah. All right. We just only spent like 45 minutes talking about it. I yeah, know. Right. I forgot. But yo, I welcome. have aunts that are like, you know, God gave you that skin. God gave you that skin. You're just going to fuck it up like that. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going like, to fuck it up. <laughs> I have a freaking portrait of me and my brothers and people still are like, you're going to regret that. Wait, you have a portrait? Well, yeah. Outline. Oh, that's actually pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. And you know what? I'm going to be proud when I'm fucking 90 years old and the shit is sagging off. I didn't even notice that. Really? I swear to God. We were just that's having dinner for like two or three hours and I didn't even see that. It's my all. newest one. But that's nice. Thanks. I like it. I actually genuinely appreciate that. If tattoos mean something, you should get it. Yeah. And if you are willing to ink it into your skin... Then nobody should fuck with you about it. Nobody should. But people are the older ones. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. Like that's how they were raised. But like people who are like growing into now shouldn't mm, have that mindset. Right. But I give props if someone was a freaking doctor tatted all the way up. Like you don't know what they had to go through to no. be a doctor. I'm gonna get a sleeve. Off. I'm gonna get the whole thing covered. I would love to have a half sleeve, but I don't think I could do it. Can't do it? I don't know. I just don't picture I'm gonna it. I'm going to do... I never much... pictured a tattoo right here, but I got it. You got it. Exactly. I'm going to get the whole thing covered. I have the Portugal soccer emblem. I have a elephant back here from Thailand. The you bamboo. Do? Yeah, bamboo um, stick. It was six hours of horrible stabbing. But... Yeah, that's I'm gonna, like the worst part you could get. I need a tattoo artist that could intertwine this whole thing. I want like the Roman Colosseum. I want the Eiffel Tower right here. Oh I want my like God. crazy everywhere that I've been. I want my whole story. Oh on my yeah, own. that's at least it makes sense because there's people who have sleeves that it doesn't right, make sense. But right, people have sleeves that are like tribal not... tattoos that they don't even know what the tribe is. <laughs> that's weird, right? Yeah, 
Imagine, imagine like, yo, I'm, I'm Roman Catholic, right? But all the Jews are making some crazy tattoos, right? And I'm going to cover my whole body with Jewish tattoos. That's kind of fucked up because A, I'm not Jewish. B, I don't know shit about exactly. being Jewish. And C, I don't know what my own tattoos mean. Like, I get it. People are getting crazy tattoos and they don't know what they mean. I think you should do whatever you want. As long as you know, like, as long as there's significance to it, right? Because, like, why, like, you, you those, that tattoo with your brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And I've known your brother since I've known you because, you know, we hung yeah. out. I think that's the best tattoo you have. Mm-hmm. It is. And it means a lot. Besides right? the one on my leg, because that's for my grandma, who's not here, so. Right, right. Even and though. You, and guess what? I'm I'm pretty sure. Most of your tattoos have a purpose behind it or a reason behind it. Oh, yeah. I mean. Unless you have a big old dick on your back. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got to bring it back to earth. This is a com. Oh, I mean, it's not a comedy podcast, but it's kind of funny. No, I know. You know, I'm pretty. I'm just imagining you right now with a dick on your back. So congratulations. No, I'm just glad. Back piece. You don't want a back piece? I have like a small. You have a back piece? No, like a small. Life is beautiful in Portuguese. Ah. I was gonna say. Wait, wait. I know what it means, so I've got it on me. Say it in Portuguese. You can't say it in Portuguese. No, I don't want to. Cause. Say it off air. (laughs) After the show, I want you to say it, or I want to see it. What? Where is it? Is on your shoulder? Oh, okay, cool. I got it because that's my balls. One of my balls' favorite sayings i guess you could say i'm glad that see but your tattoos have meanings behind it yeah if they don't then what the fuck are you doing you know like i mean that's your fault i mean that's your, your body's your body exactly if you spend money on something i'm that's just stupid. talking in regards to the old generation yeah that's like you're gonna but even them some like they have fucking tasmanian devils on their <laughs> chest or like i don't know i'm just trying to tasmanian or, devils like... who are you hanging out with <laughs> She's like, yeah, I was at the bar and this dude named Julio has a Tasmanian devil on his chest. That was like a thing, like cartoon character. I don't know, like in the military life, like that's what what they did. If you had to get a cartoon on you, what what would it be? Um, that's a good question. Yeah, right. I stumped you. I don't know. Roasted. What do you get? What? Come on. I like Olaf. That's my favorite Disney character. Uh, your new generation. I forgot. Listen, I don't know. I would have to like. She's like, listen, hold on. Um, really have to think about that. Well, but I love Olaf's personality. Like, I feel like we, I could connect with him if I knew. Him. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, Olaf is like my. You should see the video of me meeting him at Disney. <laughs> Olaf is like my best friend. I swear he is. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What about you? What character would you get? Or cartoon? I would get... I would get... Hmm. I'd probably get Tom and Jerry. Both of them? Yeah. I'm not trying to be any of them. But the fact that the cat and the mouse, they have this weird relationship where... They oh, go see, through side... a deep shit. Oh hell yeah! When I get dude, you don't fucking know me. That's the problem. That's why. That's why you fucked up because you have not had me in your life for eight years. I'm a very I can say the same thing to you. Intellectual person, I can and say I can influence thing to you. your life in a very great way. What? How, wait, 
You can say the same to me. Yeah. Let's hear some influence. No. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Like when I get tattoos, they have to mean something. They have to mean yeah, something. Yeah, that's how like mine it's, are. Like it's not even a question. I have the Portuguese soccer emblem. Um, the only thing in America that connects me to Portugal are the soccer games. That's the only time I hear the national anthem for Portugal. Yeah. That's the only time I see Portuguese people. Like you got to remember, I live in Port or I live in America, and I'm Portuguese. My family's Portuguese. We are all Portuguese. We speak Portuguese. We carry the Portuguese traditions. We're not in Portugal. That's why that means a lot to me. Right. I have an elephant on my arm. It looks like a big black penis. I will show you after the show. And um, the reason I got it was because I went to Thailand by myself for a month. And that month, in that one month, I learned more about myself than I did my whole life. And you would think, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Or, like, why? What? Like, whatever. Like, you're by yourself for a month. Dude, you you start. No, it's you not start, whatever. I don't. Dude, think... you start. Uh, imagine having zero interaction with people for a <laughs> month, for a month, and you you just leave it to yourself to talk to yourself and make decisions just by yourself. No influence off of other friends or whatever. Like, oh, let's go to this bar. Even the littlest influence, you don't have it because you're by yourself. Yeah. I did that to myself on purpose to find to find myself like a hippie, and oh I did. I did though. I did. There was one night where I was so homesick, I cried in my hotel room for two days straight. Yeah, no, see, that's why I couldn't. I don't no, think I could do it. Like, no hesitation. And But the thing is, though, you go out of that so much better as a person. Like, I was walking through the streets of Thailand, and these Thai people are so poor that it humbles the fuck out of you on a completely different level. Like, 20 cents to them is the world 20 cents to us is not is shit is what are you gonna buy for 20 cents what do you honestly what are you gonna buy for 20 cents you're not nothing exactly and that shit just fucked my whole life up but in a positive way it fucked me up good and so i was like the what i gained from that right was wisdom right i gained some sort of wisdom if you want to call it that and that's the thing that stuck with me. That and elephants. Thailand is known for their elephants. Yeah. So I got a I got an elephant on my arm because that's where I was. And that's what they're known for is their elephants and their elephant sanctuaries. And then they have some weird scripture, like Thai scripture above the elephant, and it stands for wisdom and safe journey. So wisdom, meaning I learned a lot from that trip. Safe journey, meaning like like kind of wishing me like safe travels on all my trips. Yeah. Because I'm a traveler. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's what that tattoo means. Now this one on my forearm, this right here, this is it, – it really has no specific meaning, but – um, a really good friend of mine in Portugal, she did this tattoo. Yeah, I remember when you got it. 
Like I saw, I think I commented like that's dope. I want one. Oh my god, that's dope. I well, want because it. I would. I think I was going to Portugal soon when you posted that. But my right. ball would she have. She paid me seventy or she charged me seventy dollars. That's it in American money. Mm-hmm. Oh okay, yeah. That's usually starting price that's cheap here. As fuck. Yeah, and that's not even. I wanted to price get a here. tattoo, but my vol would have a conip shit if I try to get tattooed when I was with her right. in Portugal. Well, this is the beginning of my arm, right? Yeah. And so, I travel the world, or at least I say I do. You traveled like. I mean, I did a little bit, but yeah. I need to do a lot more. And so, this is the beginning of my arm, and I wanted this to be the navigation of my whole story. So. This is the map. This is what I'm doing. I have a mark on Connecticut and a mark on Portugal. It's a kind of weird map, but this is the map. This is my life. This is where I go. This is I do this shit. I go. Mm-hmm. I, I see different places in the world, and I don't care about terrorist attacks or fucking different religious views and shit like that. Like I just do it, and if shit happens to me, great. If not... Then I get home and I live my best life. Yeah. You know? Every tattoo has to have a meaning or else why the fuck you put it on your skin for life? That's that's the the, the moral of the story. And you have me. Do you have a tattoo that doesn't have any meaning? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge you if, you if you do. No, I'm trying to think. I mean. Like, do you have like a weird star like on your butt cheek or something? No, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I have my first tattoo was when one day me and Shannon thought it was a grand idea to go get a tattoo in oh, Shannon. So- <laughs> Shout out to Shan. Um, Shout out. I owe you a beer. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought it was a grand idea. Like, oh, we're bored. Let's go get tattoos. Right. At first we wanted it on our side boob, but she convinced us side not Side boob. Yes. But side the boob. artist convinced us not to do it because when we That's get That's a good old, artist. That's a good artist. Yeah. That's like one thing yeah. I could. Why would you ever get a tit tat even though the <laughs> fucking tattoo gun was spitting off ink the whole entire time i'm sorry that just that just had me fucking rolling oh, tit tat yeah, i know you're laughing by yourself on yeah, that one i am i am but but i would get a tit tat anyway my tits are done growing oh my god um, they're gonna shrink soon hopefully you don't know that I know that. When you get old, everything sags. No, fuck you. I am hitting the gym hard. Well, good for you. I'm not They'll be doing good no for more now. tits. I'm, not, I'm a size probably B. Maybe. Just appreciate it now. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing any more than this. This is too much. It might be a G by the time you get 90. <sighs> Yo, you're bugging, and you're going to get kicked off my show in two That's seconds. Fine. She's like, I need to go home anyways, bitch. No, but so like Yo, it's a crown. Drink up, dog. I'm I'm gonna go to bed. Literally, as soon as I hit stop recording, I'm going to bed okay. and I'm kicking you out. You have a full. I could drink. bring this home. You're gonna try- girl. Okay. <laughs> it's Actually, not, like, not the act- first time. So okay. I'm with a seasoned partier. And you freaking topped it off when I was like not even halfway <laughs> down. Done. I'm doing damage. You're not. Anyways, continue your story. It's a crown with hearts. Where? Right here. Oh. And then I have one. I thought one. you just said no side boob. And now no, you're... it's on my oh. side. Oh, okay. That shit hurt even though it was so On your tiny. ribs? Yeah. Oh, and then I have a sun and a wave. I went to Cape Cod and I got it. Cape Cod? Yes. Oh, interesting. See, I'm going to go on a... Uh, it won't be soon because <laughs> I have very... 
I have a lot of other vacations planned, I but bet. I'm gonna go on vacations with you. I am, <laughs> and we're gonna get a tattoo because the last vacation I was on in Austin, Texas, we were supposed to get tattoos, and I think they might be hearing this and they might be very offended, but I think they bitched out. I'm just saying, oh, I'm about sucks. it. I'm about it. I've been Anywhere, to Texas. I'll get a tattoo right now. You've been to Texas, Fort Where? Worth, and uh, El Paso. Shut up. It was for good reasons, okay? I was visiting my best friends. Okay. But I would love to go to Austin. You need to. I know. You need to. That I'm I'm not even like No, I know. Everyone thinks I'm dick riding it because of Joe Rogan. No. Hear me out. I love Joe Rogan. He's actually a bear uh Barry. A very big influence in my life. But No, Austin is a good time. Like I'm living it through other people that I see right. who live I there. I went there and it was the best time of my life. There is literally something there for everybody. Yeah. It's not even like what? Especially you. <laughs> Especially you. You wanna why? Cause literally I met three traveling nurses. Bitch, go wipe some I'm ass in Austin. I'm not a fucking nurse. You can be. I'm not a nurse. But you can be. But I'm not going to be. But you can be. Right, <laughs> right. Do you have the qualifications to be a nurse? No. You don't. Like you don't have the qualifications yeah, to be a nurse. Yeah, I mean, I could, but like, if we're talking about school, no. What do you mean school? No. There's like a little bit different classes in X-ray. Um, if you want to get technical, so you can't wipe ass. Shut. <laughs> no, I don't want to. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just hey, I'm I'm just pushing buttons. But I met two traveling nurses. Yeah, they make. There's traveling X-ray techs. They. Make I want to be a traveling something. I don't yeah. care. Just pay me. I'll travel. I'll do stuff. Like I'll be a traveling um, lap dance guy. Pull up, bunch of grannies Aww, having their seventieth yeah. birthday. I'll start twerking. Straight out of retirement or hell out yeah, I'll put her in a heart attack. <laughs> i'll throw throw that ass in a circle oh my god put her to sleep i don't give a fuck (laughs) hell yeah pay me to do whatever i don't care no but that is my next goal is to be a traveler tech no yeah really you gonna leave you gonna leave noggy eventually you could come back it's a contract so you can't come back once you leave you can't come back i don't know i mean there's really nothing here and i'll go talk holding you know what's here Good friendship. Yeah. Good friendship is here. I'm leaving soon. Like, the state. I mean, hopefully. who isn't? Okay, but I'm just saying I'm actually about it. And I've been about it. And I moved to Portugal when I said I was going to move to Portugal. People are hating on me right now. Think I'm not going to leave Connecticut. Bitch, I'm going to leave Where Connecticut. Where are you going to go? Texas. She's like, mm. No, only because my best friend lives in Texas. and te- cactus and No, that's farmers. not even the issue. No, Austin, Texas is like new haven but on steroids and there is something there for everybody and you don't even feel like you're in texas i mean i respect it you know what i mean and you're two hours and a half from the beach like what like what yeah see i didn't see that part of texas so right well i'm gonna go ahead and cut this off because i gotta go to bed okay it's a work night (laughs) and you gotta finish your fucking whatever that is yeah yeah my (laughs) unfrozen drink at this point listen thank you i appreciate you coming on the show thanks for having me honestly um i'm glad we rekindled this friendship because it's been a minute it has been a minute so thank you 
You're welcome. Had a good time. Me too. And um, not anything to do with her because you know, <laughs> fuck her, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, you guys could tune in every Tuesday. I'll be here with somebody. I don't know who it is next, but I'm trying to like move. So hopefully, good luck to the next person. Good luck. Good luck <laughs> to them. They're gonna be fucked up. They're gonna be fucked up. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Brianna, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming through. And uh, hopefully, you're not a stranger for another eight years. <laughs> I gave you so much shit already today, but you know, you know. Eh, we'll talk after. Yeah. But yeah. Thank you guys. Later. <laughs> <laughs>